Good morning and welcome to Car Thoughts with David. And thank you guys so much for being a part of the show. And if you're new to the show, welcome, welcome, welcome. It is so great to have you guys here. And I really appreciate you listening to taking time out of your day to listen to what I have to say. I mean, honestly, it is an honor to do this show. And because you guys have listened to the show and taken that time and invested your time... Those types of things are the way that people are noticing my podcast. Those types of things are the way people are noticing and asking, Hey, your show is getting, you know, getting pretty big. You seem like you're doing a good job. I'd like to be interviewed on your show. Those things happen because of you guys. You know, who am I? I'm just a regular guy. Nobody special. But you know what makes this special is the fact that I'm out here recording every day, and you guys are listening to it. You know, that is the thing that makes it special. And you know why? Because this is something that anybody can do. If you want to start a podcast, you can start a podcast. You can reach out to me on social media. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Patreon, at Dual Podcast. You can reach me in any of those places, dualpodcast.com. I've got articles on the website and on uh, LinkedIn on how to start a podcast, how to start a basic podcast on Anchor. It's really simple, guys. Anybody can do it. I'm doing it, (laughs) you know. So, you know, my goal is to go out there and to help you guys find that thing that makes you happy because life is just way too freaking short. It really is. It's just way too short to die with regret. It's way too short to not do those things that you want to want to do, to do those things that you love. And even if it's just a hobby, something to break up the day, to make your life worthwhile, to make your 9 to 5 grind bearable, you know? And you know to break up the boredom, the monotony, to mix up life, to do something new, to try something different. I mean, maybe you want to go skydiving. Go for it. You know, as a little kid, I've told you guys this in an episode before, I really wanted to be an astronaut. And you know what? I thought it would never happen because, you know, astronauts are generally picked because, you know, they have the, they have that perceived ability and the psychological uh, wherewithal to, you know, where NASA wanted nobody, somebody that wasn't going to freak out up there, that was going to stay calm under pressure. But you know what? I could totally go into space someday, you know, because pretty soon, uh, you know, they're, they're going to be opening those, those uh, trips up where you can go for a couple hours and spend time in space. And you know what? If all of this stuff happens and expands and grows and my business takes off and I can afford a trip to space, you better believe it. You know, that'll be fulfilling one of the very first dreams I ever had as a kid is to go into outer space (laughs) that's not even a question that's uh, okay as soon as I got the money I'm going to write the check pretty much you know and I'm going to be like you know and it's not like I want fame and fortune or or riches so that I can go into space but if I have those things and I have the opportunity I'm going to do it it's on my bucket list You know, I like doing weird and unusual things like that. 
I own an acre of land on the moon. I actually have a deed. <laughs> I have an actual deed. I have signed paperwork. I have a map of the moon with the plot layout and the coordinates on the moon where the land is um, that I bought for my wife for uh, for uh, Christmas one year. You know, and uh, it was the same year I bought her a telescope. Now, um, I've also had a star named for her. Uh, my name's on a CD on Mars when the Curiosity rover got sent up. Um, I signed up to uh, have my name placed on a CD where they were like looking for people to put their names out and you know share it as the first piece of human information. <clears throat> the first record of human names placed on Mars. And, you know, just just so many things like that that I've tried over the years, that I've done over the years, that, you know, are these great stories that I share with people and I tell them, like, hey, it doesn't matter what you want to do. Go out there and do something that just makes people curious, that makes people want to learn more about you. You know, that's how you write your name in the history books is you go out there and do things that stand out. Now, granted, this is a demotivational poster. And if you're ever curious to find out what a demotivational poster is, go to despair.com. I guarantee that as you read these, you are going to laugh so hard, you'll probably cry, and you might just pee your pants. So be forewarned. Um, but, you know, you've all seen those motivational posters in offices or in movies or in stores, like the poster of the cat hanging onto the, the rope by its claws, and it says, hang in there, you know, or things like that. Well, Despair.com was founded by a guy who has a PhD in um, writing, I believe. I don't remember off the top of my head. Really hilarious guy, though. And he decided that he liked motivational posters... Um, but he always came up with, like, alternative sayings for them, funnier sayings, because, you know, a lot of people just look at him and they're like, yeah, whatever. Well, one of the posters that I really like from this website is it's a picture of the Easter Island heads. And it basically says that, you know, uh, and I'm going to paraphrase it because I don't have it in front of me to read off of. But basically what it says is do something so confoundingly unusual that thousands of years from now that you're, that what you've done turns into a tourist attraction. So basically what they're saying is the people that created the Easter Island heads, they created something so odd and we have no earthly idea why they did it, how they were created, why they were created, what their purpose was that now it's a tourist attraction and people actually go to see them because they're just so fascinating. And that is what I want my life to be. I want somebody to look back one day in the future, assuming the earth is still here, and say, wow, you know, this David guy, I'm really not sure what he was trying to accomplish, but man, is it fascinating, you know? Or maybe they are sure what I was trying to accomplish, but they still find it fascinating. The point is, is go out there and make your mic, make your mic, make your mark on society. You know, go out there and do something unusual.
go out there and do something new and different and make something stories to tell your grandchildren about or your kids about or if you don't have kids make something to tell your cats about or your coworkers i'm i'm constantly telling stories at work to my coworkers of things i'm done and they just kind of look at me with this like lopsided grin you know one eyebrow raised not really sure how to respond and just sitting there shaking their head like you did what <laughs> You know, and like like the buying an acre of land on the moon for my wife. I was like, oh, you know, I was bored and I found it online, a way to do that. And, you know, my wife likes astronomy, so heck, why not? She's got an acre of land on the moon. She's got a star named after her. She's got a really awesome telescope, you know. Hey, you know, it, it all fits with the type of things that she's into. So, you know, that's... That's what I look to do, is to do those things that people don't think about. Um, And I realize in this very moment that I have been remiss in telling you guys something. I talked a month or so ago about that I was going to be emailing The Void. The Void is a full-blown virtual reality experience that is probably the most awesome experience I have ever experienced in my life of experiences as far as these types of experiences are concerned. (laughs) And if you were able to follow that, congratulations. If you weren't, I don't think I was either. So don't worry. (laughs) But anyway, the void is super awesome. Uh, We had a lot of fun playing the Shadows of the Empire mission. And uh, I told you guys that I really am going to try and get one going in Charlotte. So I emailed them, and it took it took about a month for them to respond back. Um, either they're super busy, or they were trying to figure out the best way to respond to me without telling me anything official, um, or just trying to figure out if I was crazy. I don't know. But anyway, so I go and. Uh, you know, look at my email, and sure enough, I've got a response back from them. And they thanked me for pointing it out and for bringing attention to it, and that um, they don't currently have any plans of building in Charlotte yet, but for me to keep an eye out on their coming soon page, because they're always showing uh, or listing you know, new locations. So I definitely told them I was already subscribed to all of that, and I keep their website uh, in my favorites, because anytime I have a chance to go, I go because it was, you know, when you get your wife to go to play a video game with you, that costs money to do, <laughs> that's virtual reality and is Star Wars, and she is not into Star Wars, and she drags you back to do it again because she's so excited and wants to do it again, that's when you know you've created something amazing. And that's why I want to get it in Charlotte. Because if that can happen, then, you know, their potential for earning is unlimited. (laughs) You know, they've got a hit. And it's not just Star Wars stuff. They have plenty of other VR experiences. They're creating, like, Ghostbusters. Uh, There's going to be a Wreck-It Ralph one where Ralph breaks the internet. Um, There's, like, some, like, haunted thing. I don't know, remember what it was called. Um, and they're constantly working with ILMX Lab 
and the the Lucas guys to start coming up with new ideas and new creations. So, I mean, really, the sky's the limit. And as more people get into it, you know, they'll have more options that they'll start opening up, you know. So it's really exciting to see this. And, I mean, I'm actually, like I've said, I'm going to be buying one of the new Oculus, um, uh, not Rift, but the new one that's coming out next year because it's going to actually have a Star Wars um, game for it that's built by the same team that made Secrets of the Empire. So I am super stoked about that, and I would have never thought that I'd be into buying a VR helmet just because I thought that my uh, concussion and you know problems that I have from that would have caused me to have major problems with VR. But with the high resolution that it's in, it actually was not bad. I mean, I didn't actually feel any negative effects. Which is amazing, considering the Mission to Mars ride at Disney um, actually makes me nauseous. So, you know, that's uh, really interesting that I'm in a full VR experience. No nauseousness, yet in you know, a ride at Disney World, I get nauseous, so, you know, and there's nothing wrong with it, and I still ride it in spite of the nauseousness, because it is a awesome ride, but, you know, it, uh, it's, um, you know, just odd that one thing would affect me and the other would not, so, yeah, and, uh, so, you know, like I said, as soon as I found out more, um, I would let you guys know, and so here I am, a little late, I apologize for that, but uh, better late than never, and I do intend to, as I can figure out more things that might entice them, or if I can work out some deals with the city, I don't know, I'm not really sure, I'm not a, I'm not a politician, (laughs) I'm not an established businessman, but if I can learn how to do this and figure this out, I want to make it happen. You know, it's just, it's just the, it's going to happen. I believe that wholeheartedly. I stand behind it. And even if it takes me 10 years to figure out how to pull it off, I'm going to pull it off. Um, so yeah, you know, that's exciting. That's why I'm currently working on one of the things I'm currently working on as well as my businesses, my podcast and my book, which I've actually you know cranked out about four or five more chapters since I was at the beach, um, actually six. I've I've cranked out six new chapters, so I'm super stoked about that because you know it's it's hard to sit down and write um, sometimes. You know, you're just like, oh, I've got this, I've got this, I've got so many ideas that I come up with, and. Sometimes I just don't want to sit down and write because I've got so many other things I want to do, so many different ideas that keep percolating in my head because of all this creativity. I feel like my head's going to explode sometimes if I can't get it all out and on paper or recorded on video or recorded in a podcast or, or meeting with people or talking on calls with people or whatever it is. I feel like if I can't get it all out, I'm just going to burst from the excitement And so to sit down and be like, okay, I'm going to focus on one thing and I'm just going to write this book. It's tough. It really is. 
um, you know, and I'm starting to understand what authors talk about, you know, and like the whole thing with George R. R. Martin, uh, where they're like, you know, you, you have to stop going to comic conventions because we need you to finish writing your books. You know, I'm starting to understand why, because, you know, there's just so many things that are like dragging my attention away from doing it. So I've made a goal. You know, I set the goal to be done by before Thanksgiving. That's not going to happen unless I seriously, seriously start writing. So with that being said, my goal is now to have it done by the end of the year. I've actually reached out to people to start writing forwards for my book. Um, people that are actually huge fans of the book who are following it as I'm posting um, bits and pieces of it online. And yeah, so there's that. So I'm basically forcing myself to do it because I'm telling these people, like, your deadline is December 31st. So my goal is to definitely have the book done by then, have the forwards, take a day off from work, and focus on getting everything laid out, getting the Kindle version going, getting the print version going, getting a couple, you know, buying some of the copies in print versions so I can sign them and thank the people who wrote the forwards and send them to them, and... To, uh, to have all that rolling by January 1st. I, unless my only exception to that as far as having the book actually out in, in my hands by you know January, February of the new year is if I actually get picked up on this publishing thing. If I actually get professionally published. That's the only exception I'll make to that rule. But the book will still be done by December 31st. As far as I'm concerned, it'll be done. It'll just be waiting to be published and printed and all that good stuff and sent to stores and advanced copies sent to me and all that normal stuff. So that is the only exception. Otherwise, I intend to have the book ready to go January 1st to where you guys can actually buy it and make that happen. So um, that is where I stand right now on that. I'm making that commitment and I'm going to keep it. I intend to keep it. Like I said, I've reached out to other people to force me to keep it because if they're writing forwards and they're having them done in time so I can have this book ready for you guys, I must have the book ready to be honest and straightforward with them in actually doing what I said I was going to do and providing them a book that they wrote the forward for <laughs> to be available. So... um I hope all of that makes sense. I'm still new to this whole publishing thing, and I really, quite frankly, just don't know a lot about it yet. But with that, I'm going to leave you guys with Car Thoughts Out, and I hope you guys have a fantastic day. Hey, everybody. David here from Car Thoughts with David, and I just wanted to share some information with you. You guys have heard me talk about finding your way, finding your path, and starting your journey. Well, if you have decided that you want to start your own podcast... You might be thinking, well, David, that's great, but what do I do? How do I do this? You know, what works? What doesn't work, right? Well, I wrote a book. Because you can go back and find my episodes where I talk about all this stuff and listen to them. And that's all well and good, but sometimes it's easier just to have it in print where you can just see it, right? So, I wrote the book called Introduction to Podcasting. Lessons Learned, Lessons Shared. You can pick it up on Amazon on Kindle for 99 cents, less than a dollar. What? That's crazy, right? Less than a dollar, you can pick it up on Kindle. 
if you like to have a print book in your hands and you just like the way it feels and trust me i'm looking at this book right now it's really well printed i love kindle publishing you can pick it up for five dollars and fifty cents so you can have a physical copy where you can take notes where you can you know keep stuff for quick reference while you're working on creating that awesome epic podcast that i know you're capable of creating so by all means if you're looking for ways you're looking for advice introduction to podcasting lessons learned lessons share is the book for you thank you guys and i could not do any of this without your support so when i say thank you i mean it thank you